0: You know, insurance is a huge, huge industry, like $2 trillion only in the US. The insurtech portion out of it is less than 1%. So that's, wow. that's basically, I think that the category of, you know, the definition of a, of a space that is ripe for innovation.
1: Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax, and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. This episode is powered by J-Ventures, a community-driven VC fund in Silicon Valley in partnership with Lomitech and sponsored by Homeward Ventures, Hippo Insurance, UpWest, Hillel at Stanford, Leap, and Birthright Excel. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Let's talk about mobility insurance. Meet Tomer Kashi, the co-founder and CEO of Vum Insurance, an tech company for next-generation mobility insurance products. Previously, Tomer spearheaded interdisciplinary technology projects from within the Prime Minister's office in Israel, including a project that has received the Israel Defense Prize. Tomer is a Talpiyot graduate and has a B.Sc. in Computer Science and Physics from the Hebrew University of Jerusalem and an MBA from Tel Aviv University. Tomer is based in Tel Aviv and is a proud father of two little daughters.
0: Tomer Kashi, welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Great. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Um, it wasn't it wasn't uh, easy to to schedule, but I'm really really glad that we have this uh, opportunity.
1: Well, I know how incredibly busy you are because what you're doing with Voom Insurance is just growing like crazy. And I'm here in your beautiful offices. I wish you could see everything that I'm seeing around here. It's a beautiful space, uh, and uh, thank you for hosting me. And I'm I'm really excited to get to know both you better, but also the InsurTech space in general and where Voom is 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 situated within that. We don't have a lot of time, so let's cut straight to the chase, Tomer. Who are you in a few words and, and what leads
0: you to have a strong conviction in the insure tech space? Great. So a little bit about uh, myself. Um, I'm Tomer, the co-founder and CEO of VOOM. I'm a computer scientist and physicist in background that somehow became an insurance nerd. Uh, so I started my career in Talpiot uh, as a computer scientist, uh, did my service in the Israeli par- prime minister's office first as a programmer, then as a project lead. Uh, I led several interdisciplinary projects, so a lot of uh, researchers, developers, product people, a lot of work with other organizations around the world. Um, and what I liked, but what I did in the Prime Minister's office, is how interdisciplinary the the, problem, the problems were. Mm. And this is also what I find interesting in InsureTech, uh, because the technology is very important, but also to understand the customers, to understand the other stakeholders, such as reinsurers, to understand the IT, to understand so many things that are, need to be a part of the equation for order to succeed. In Talpiot, I also met with my co-founder and CTO with Ori. Uh, Ori, after Talpiot, went to Duvdevan.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, he used wow. to say that, yeah, it didn't change. he did Talpiot for his mother and Duvdevan for his father. Amazing. Um, And after around a decade, uh, for the defense forces, we, we co-founded, uh, VOOM together. Uh, so yeah, we, we dare to, to call ourselves, uh, friends. <laughs> Amazing. Now,
1: now, and still now. <laughs> so, so before we dive into whom, insure tech, in in essence, because you know insurance is is one of the oldest industries ever to exist. This idea that you are going to to give somebody you know the option to feel secure about their assets, and if something happens, then you will get them new assets. What is what, what is insure tech? In, you know, in
0: the twenty first century. So you know, insurance is a huge. Huge industry, like two trillion dollars only in the U.S. The insure tech portion out of it is less than one percent. So that's, wow, that's basically I think that the category of you know the definition of a of a space that is ripe for innovation. Less than 1% of yeah. the insurance market in the US. Wow. That's uh that's that's correct. Unbelievable. Uh we already saw some innovation in car insurance, in home insurance, in, in small business insurance. I believe that um the first wave of innovation is basically disrupting the way that insurance customers are buying insurance mm-hmm. uh by better delivery, better IT. And the next way, what, what we're entering now is what I call InsurTech 2.0. And that's basically disrupting the insurance product itself. So coming with different risks model, risk models, different, uh, um, you know, things like pay as you go, pay uh, how you drive, things that are, that are fundamentally different in the insurance product itself. So not only disrupting the way that customers are interacting with the insurance companies, but also disrupting the, the risk. Uh, and I think that today in several categories, mobility specifically because, uh, things are increasingly connected, there is an opportunity to, to do so. And, you know, I'll dive into what Voom does and maybe it will give some more context. I'm ready. Um, so in essence, Voom is an insurance company, uh, that creates, distributes insurance products for the mobility space. Mm -hmm. So you can think about us like, you know, lemonade, next, hippo. Uh, just for the mobility world, but especially we focus on unique products or unique vehicles where that are actually like overlooked and neglected by other insurance companies. Mm -hmm. And hence, when we're coming with our data driven usage based insurance product, uh, there is a big wow effect Mm. in the eyes of the customer because these customers of these, you know, unique. Uh, vehicles were completely neglected by insurance companies. And once we come up with our solution, it's, uh, you know, it's like an, oh my God, uh, how did it, uh, didn't it happen uh, before? And then, you know, I want to, I want to be a part of it. Very, very cool. Uh, So if, if you think about the mobility industry in a high level, Mm -hmm. I think you can see three major uh, uh, shifts. One is new platforms. Things like uh, drones and e-scooters and many other, you know, mobility platforms that now uh, exist in order to take people from one place to another or take things from one place to another. Two, you have increased connectivity. So the vehicles are becoming increasingly connected. It allows you to use much better data that insurers, by the way, in most cases are blind to in order to assess the risks. It also allows you to uh, do some what's called embedded insurance to offer the insurance at the point of sale or even you know from the dashboard of your of your account. So so dive into
1: it, let's let's talk, you know, specifics with you know, you're talking about a data driven approach. And one of the things that I think are so miraculous about what's happening within Short Deck and I've seen this from my end with Hippo, this idea that through through new means of data analytics, we're able to assess risk in a much better way. We have much more transparency into how we form a win win relationship with the customer. How do you as Zoom then use this to your advantage to be able to take you know these unique vehicles
0: and and, and reassess the risk with them? So I think that's that's a really really good question because it doesn't end with the data. So accessing the data is one thing, mm-hmm. but being able to use the data mm-hmm. is also a very important. Uh, uh, portion. Okay, okay. So, the mobility industries are well always moving very fast, much faster than insurance. Okay. From an insurance company perspective, innovation is always hard, but but product innovation is the toughest of problems <laughs> because it's very interdisciplinary. You need to work with the actors, with the risk people, in order to come up with a risk model. But then, let's assume you have like a safety score for the behavior in 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 in, in cars or, or whatnot. Then you need to somehow fit it into the IT systems from the 80s that insurance uh, that the, the insurance companies have, and they have you know hysterical technical debt. So you know when they they have nothing to do with it, it, and it takes them so so much time to to really uh, create something. New. Mm-hmm. And then it doesn't end that there. When you have the insurance project, you also need to distribute it. So the insurance companies, in many cases, are. Um, geared to- towards uh, uh brokers and you know the more innovative ones are you know doing some uh, uh direct distribution but to really do an omnichannel distribution at scale including uh, uh embedded insurance uh, selling get potential, sale working with other partners this is something that is very very uh, challenging so in order to solve that it's not it, it's very hard to solve a specific problem for the insurance company it's actually better to create an insurance company yourself that will be end-to-end and will be in charge of all of the aspects. Right. Okay. So internally at VOOM, and it wasn't an easy uh, task, we really needed to build from scratch everything that uh, a modern insurance company should do. The risk analytics engine, the policy admin system, the payments, claims, uh, um, uh, policy creation, uh, reporting. And the distribution uh you know tech right um and now you know getting back to your question, there are new sources of data but it's not it's not only tapping into that it's always also the, the ability to you know to get the data and create something meaningful with it right and to create a new product with it and to deliver it to the customers in a way that they understand it uh and again it's an extremely interdisciplinary problem you need all of the stars to be aligned in order to create a, a, a useful product.
1: Now, from the customer's perspective, the way, tell me a little bit about how customers have been re, re, you know, reacting to the insure tech market, but also from the perspective of, of Voom. You mentioned usage-based before, which I think is a really interesting concept that I'd love to understand a little bit better through your use case. Mm-hmm. So how, how do customers think through
0: insure tech and specifically usage-based payment systems? Yeah. Okay. So maybe we can dive into one case study of the first product that we that we've created. So the our first product was for the commercial drone space, okay. and I think that it's a very, very good example of a new vehicle type that was completely neglected by traditional insurance companies. Right. So the same people that insure, uh, you know, jet planes and, and satellites are the people that were in charge of insuring uh, drones. Although it's a completely different distribution channel, completely different type of customers, right. and so on and so on. Um and the questions that they asked are things like, you know, what's your engine? How many, you know, engine hours do you have? Uh and things that are completely irrelevant for uh, you know, basically uh, a flying cell phone. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, great. And what we did is, you know, looking at this opportunity and say, oh, okay, that's something that, you know, no insurance companies will really they've, invest three to five years in order to create something meaningful for right. uh, So we started with a usage-based insurance product for this market. Uh, so we targeted to begin with the gig economy, uh, commercial drone operators that needed this, you know, drone thing uh, right. uh, just for a specific job. Think about wedding photographers engineers and many others that basically need to show the certificate of insurance to their customers to, to prove that they're insured right so they have a cute mobile app that they could um, choose the flight area that they want to fly in they got a real time pricing based on the hazards in their area so okay. flying over people flying over roads in no fly zones and so on and so on uh And they could, you know, get insurance in, you know, in a matter of three clicks instead of, you know, filling in paperwork and waiting for, you know, three, two to three days.
1: Now, what did you learn from, you know, from, from distributing this and watching the reaction of, of the drone operators?
0: So I, th- I think, you know, today from this mobile app, today we're the leading commercial drone insurance provider in, all, in North America, in all 50 US states and in Canada. Uh one thing that we learned is that it's very important to uh, expand your product along the way. So we now have like a monthly and annual products and we serve fleets and we provide insurance for uh, drone light shows and for flying taxis and for, for many other uh, use cases. The other thing that we learned from this drone use case is is that it doesn't stop there. Mm. There are many other overlooked segments. Basically, in my mind, everything besides personal auto. <laughs> so, like personal auto is like almost a definition of uh, of a red ocean. All of the insurance companies are trying to uh, create like an, an innovative product there uh, or direct product. So you have Progressive and Geico and many other companies, right? Uh, and they are investing more and more money in this segment. Yeah. Uh, but all other segments, while they're investing marketing money in the other segments. The products themselves are, you know, pretty um, old-fashioned. Yeah. Okay. So rigid annual policies, no usage-based insurance, and you know, you could think of other markets that no one has tapped into that I think are interesting. Let's say, let's take motorcycles for example. So in motorcycles, just like in cars, and even more than cars, uh, mileage is a very, very important risk factor. Mm-hmm. It's all, almost trivial that the more you ride. The, the riskier the you know the riskier you are right for the insurance company and yet no insurance company in the world have created a paper mile motorcycle insurance product hmm. okay uh, and the reasoning for that is not that it's not a good idea. The problem is that in the eyes of an insurance company, it makes more sense to put you know one hundred million dollars more. In a in a marketing budget, just to try to push the same product, rather than shifting the entire company to create something that is meaningfully different and better for the customer, because it's extremely interdisciplinary. You need you know the the actuaries and the IT and the marketing and the compliance, and it's a you know project of three to five years and for the, the insurance technology. company and the technology, especially the technology, right? Because of the IT, that because you know it's like everything is. You know, spaghetti code yeah. that uh, uh, is really, really hard to to change, uh, and hence, you could think about categories that for insurance companies are relatively small, but for startups these are you know multi billion dollars uh, uh, markets that are again ripe for innovation. No one is there, uh, and you really have a wall effect. In the eyes of the customer, because it's something really different. It's not that you know it's easier to purchase the policy, and the you know, and um, color of the logo is different, and uh, it has a fresh look and feel, which are all extremely important. It's also the product itself is is different. Is that for a significant segment of the uh, customer base, uh, you don't really need to pay for the others. Uh, uh, you pay only for what you use, and you have a, a cheaper rate in many cases amazing now what, what did you learn over your t- over
1: your time in Zoom in so far that perhaps somebody from the outside it, it won't be trivial for them in regards to the insured tech space whether it's from the consumer behavior standpoint from from investors standpoint from our other uh, interesting players
0: I think I think that's you know insurance in general you can uh, basically um, refine the entire product into two specific moments, and everything else is uh, almost uh, irrelevant. One is how easy it is to purchase the, the product. And two, how easy it is to get the claim, to get money if you have right. a claim. Okay? So if you master these two pivotal moments, then everything else is, uh, is easy. And I think that the good insurer companies that have refined these two uh, um, moments also sit in the net promoter score. Okay. So the average net promoter score in insurance is in the twenties. Wow. Uh, And when you see companies like, uh, like women, like a few other insured we have a net promoter score of over 70. (laughs) Okay. So it's, you know, at par with, uh, with Amazon and Apple. Wow. So that's, extremely uh important wow um another thing that I think is uh, uh relevant for InsurTech, but uh relevant for you know startups in general is uh and you know everybody says that but it's very important- it's very true culture is strategy for for breakfast <laughs> so I think that the people that are a part of the company uh and the culture and the way that they think. And we have, you know, we have a a saying in the company, uh, saying it's never, it's never not my problem. I think everybody thinks not only about their job domain, but also about, you know, the other adjacent things that other people are doing. Okay. So the product is very involved in the R and D and the marketing. The marketing is very involved in the design and the, and the product. And that's very, very important and crucial. And this is exactly the, the secret sauce. That the small focused InsurTech has, right, and many other you know existing players that with huge budgets do not have. Now, so so if we look
1: two three years down the line, with the vision, where 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 is the company like Voom
0: Where where is it headed, or where is the InsurTech space headed in general? So we believe that the mobility industry is 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 is, is just shifting tremendously. Okay, and the. Amount of new products, new opportunities for insured tech in the new mobility space is much more than $100 billion in premiums just in the U.S. Wow. And that's, you know, that's the category we live in. Uh, we're going to, and we're already creating a suite of products for the new mobility, emerging mobility uh, world. Uh, just like we did in drones, and we have several products now in the pipeline that we're going to to launch uh, some of them this year, some of them the next year, and uh, that's how we see the future.
1: I love it. Well, Toma thank you for for letting me and hosting me in this in this beautiful office and and you know sharing your your insights with me about the the tech space and specifically Voom. I have a few more questions about you, not about Voom or InsurTech. and I want to take you back really quick to your childhood. What you know, as as you're going about your life, what what really interests you?
0: What was maybe a hobby or or a specific lesson at school? So, you know, as a kid, like I had good grades, but I wasn't really a good uh, uh, student. Interesting. Uh, I was, you know, one of those people that are skipping most of classes. Interesting. Uh, I was very, very fortunate to be in a a gifted class. So from the third grade to the 12th grade, I uh, actually studied with the same people, like a group of 20 people that some of them are friends of mine, uh, until today. Wow! Uh, a few of them are, you know, also, uh, founders of, uh, startups. So it's a great network from the third grade, uh, wow. a very important one. Amazing. Uh, and you know, what fascinated me is just, you know, being with friends, yeah. uh, much more important, like, you know, the trivial answer would be to say, you know, I was fascinated about math, computer science, physics, not true. Uh, I was just about friends. I love it. And and what inspires you today as you go about your daily life? So I think that actually something that inspires me today is not a part of the insurtech or entrepreneurship world. I think that the most inspiring event that happened in the last year is uh, the vaccination to COVID. Uh, I think it's what, you know, Pfizer and Moderna and others have done is you know um you know truly not like not only the you know life saving event but also you know world saving event so because like the entire ecosystem has changed because of Everything. the vaccination i love it and what are three words you would use to describe yourself wow okay so that's uh <laughs> that's a good point. I would i would start with curious uh i think that I, i'm really really curious about things uh in life, that's also what, you know, made me, uh, got in getting into insurtech, you know, just an industry that I knew nothing about. And right. this is why I liked so much to get into Amazing. Also, every time that I'm meeting with a new founder, uh, with, with, I'm asking about their business because I have a keen interest in what they do. Uh, and I think this is something that, uh, that, you know, leads me uh, a lot. The second thing is. I would say hard work, uh, today it's like, you know, common to talk about, uh, uh, you know, work-life balance. It's common to talk about, you know, you need to work smart and not hard. Uh, I think that work-life balance is important. I think that it's much more important to work smart than to work hard, but it's also very important to work hard, uh, and just, you know, be very aggressive, and very very uh, ambitious about what you do, because if you don't move fast enough, specifically in the startup world, someone will uh, eat your lunch. Especially today. Uh, and the third one, that is actually like the opposite of the second one, is a uh, family man. So I have a wonderful wife, uh, also a career woman, uh, and two amazing, amazing good daughters. And I really think that you can combine hard work with being a family person, and uh, uh, it's not one thing or the other. Usually, it uh, comes on the expense of your sleep, but uh, you can combine these two. I love it, Tomer.
1: Toda rabba This was amazing. Best of luck with room and thank you for sharing the time with me. Thank you very much.